Welcome in, everyone, and thank you for listening to the 204th ever episode of the Missouri Sports Podcast, brought to you by 106 Apparel and recording from the Rebel Advertising Studio in beautiful Springfield, Missouri. I'm one of your hosts, Cameron Albert, alongside my good friend and fellow Mizzou fan, Kyle DeVries. How are you doing today, Kyle? Doing great, Cameron. How are you? I'm doing well. You're looking great today. Thanks. I got a haircut. New haircut. Your beard's just looking nice and nice and full. Mm, really? Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate yeah. that. You're welcome. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've worn a hat for like the last hundred episodes, I feel like, because I was like, I'm two months late on getting a haircut. And I don't know. I just, I love my barber. He does an excellent job, but I can't, I can't style hair. I don't. And like, I'm worried. Most people can't. So I just put a hat on. That's fine. Don't worry about it. That's perfectly fine. Well, producer Cameron just grew it out. Yeah. That's true. How's the old barber doing? He's good. He, okay. he asked. He's like, uh, yeah. is he ever coming back? Yeah. He's like, is, is Cameron, uh, is producer? He doesn't call you producer Cameron. He says, is producer Cameron from the Missouri Sports Podcast ever gonna <laughs> yeah. let me cut his hair again? And I'm like, I don't know. Eventually, yeah. Hey, you're going on what, like two plus years without a haircut? Yeah, since since quarantine. Wow. Well, I've gotten it trimmed once, but that was very not very f- minimal. I see. Someday. Yeah, so I'll probably go back to a hat next week, but I'll look forward to it. Fresh cut, and I you know, show it off. Like you get, you can like do your hair okay from like the front view in the mirror. I feel mm-hmm. like, but mm-hmm. then this camera is looking at it from the side. I can't get that angle. There's always like a piece here or there that I can't figure out what to do with. Of course, the barber can style it perfectly when you're there. You go home and try to do it yourself. It's a disaster. Well, you're looking good. Thanks. It'll, I'll probably cut it short before too long because it's just too much to mess with. Looks, looks short say? to me. You just you're gonna cut it short. And you just got a haircut today. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, we left it pretty long on top. Oh, okay. You know, you don't want to inconvenience him. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that is what I said earlier. <laughs> Thanks. Um, what what do we have to talk about this week? Not a lot. Not a lot. A few things. Um. Football's it's like the calm before the storm. Exactly. This is like, I mean, we are like just a couple of weeks away from everything exploding. I mean, we're like a, a week away from fall camp, mm-hmm. and that is going to be like the floodgates opening of content and interviews and getting to see videos of guys out on the field and all that stuff. So I'm excited for that. Speaking of videos, did you happen to catch any of that uh, basketball practice today? That was like the last 15 minutes of it we're going to be on instagram live or something oh wow no i missed that i wasn't able to oh, be available Mizzou for basketball it. yeah S- hopefully it's archived wow. somewhere somebody's got it yeah i think who's looking good huh i said uh, tell us who's looking good yeah somebody's got it out somebody, there. somebody watched, watched it. it yes not me i was getting my hair cut um <laughs> <laughs> what you want to go back to that hair no yeah. i don't uh what are we talking about? <clears throat> Fall camp right around mm-hmm. the corner. We're close. Yes. It's on the horizon. This is our last episode in July. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Feels good. Um, last year, this time last year, it was all Luther Burden content 24-7. Yeah. We don't have anything quite that juicy this time around, but uh, we'll talk about Coach Drinkwitz, uh, you know, maybe getting himself in a little hot water with some comments about the Tennessee Volunteers. Um, yeah. The tears were flowing, that's for sure. The tears mm-hmm. from Tennessee fans. Yes. Um, well, why don't you go ahead and bring us into it? 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So Coach Drinkwitz went on Jim Rome show. I don't know what it's called anymore. It used to be like Rome is Burning or something like that. Yeah, when he back was in back the day. on TV. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if Coach was just feeling like he was going to – you know, Jim Rome, if you don't know him, he's kind of a controversial guy. He's kind of arrogant. Hey, maybe more so he used to be more th- than he is now. But You kind of have to be that way a little exactly. bit. Exactly. You kind of got to – that's true. But it almost was like Coach was going in there trying to just match his energy or something because <laughs> just right off the bat, he was just like, yeah, I'm going to take this incredibly – like very public shot at Tennessee and uh he basically made a comment like uh our record yeah my record's about to be a lot better once uh Tennessee has to vacate some of their wins so and then like he just kept going with it like Jim Rome was like uh, yeah I didn't plan on bringing this up today but we can I'll happily keep letting you go in more on this so what's the background on that Tennessee got hit with some notice of violations or something Mm -hmm. and it seems like 18 violations yeah. or something like that. So, you know, we're recruiting whenever Jeremy Pruitt was there. Yeah. So of course, uh, nothing bad is going to happen to them at all. They, they complied. Will, yeah. Well, what does that mean? It they, means they've, it means it sounds like they were, are they going to self-impose any sanctions or anything? I don't or are know. they going to be punished at all? I don't know. I think that's yet to be determined, but I would guess, I hope I'm wrong, but, because I'm petty like that, but I'm guessing they'll just literally just vacate some wins from previous seasons and not. Which means nothing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds terrible. Whenever you like first heard about it, I was like, oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> and then, yeah, I found out that they uh, were, they they complied and were telling the truth and, and worked with them, and they are a big brand, so I'm sure they'll be just fine. Anyways, um, okay, so that's how the interview started was uh, that – shot at Tennessee but um, Drinkwitz did kind of end up going into some more Mizzou related stuff and also Jim Rome said uh, this might be the best interview we've ever had by the way which is really funny Um, so talking about last year uh, Drinkwitz says uh, that there there was three games we lost um, either leading or tied in the fourth quarter so got to close games that's frustrating for sure there was a couple games that we did pull out um, Florida comes to mind. That was a big win. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, definitely got to pull out those close games, especially in a short season like college football. Every loss is devastating. <laughs> yeah, and that's the difference between, you know, having kind of a ho-hum, yeah, we played football this year, went 500. Yeah. Nothing too terrible, but nothing impressive. And having a season that uh, you look back on and be like, okay, that was the start of something big yeah. moving forward yeah like the, the difference between six and six and eight and four is huge yeah. it's only two games like yeah. two wins sometimes um, that's like you know five points total yeah yeah it's crazy okay so i really liked his next comment uh talking about the offense he says the os- offense has to be more explosive we kind of got into a bunker mentality last year uh got to let our quarterbacks live on the edge a little bit so that's like the, probably the greatest thing he could have said mm-hmm. for me personally just because I have gotten to the point where, you know, at certain points in the offseason and maybe last year, I was a little concerned about, like, what's going on. And Coach Drinkwitz, like, I think he's known as a pretty bright offensive mind, uh, had the quarterback that he has, you know, handpicked and, and was riding uh, to the death, and nothing good was happening by the end of the year. And just super stagnant except for Tyler Beatty, like nothing else good was happening outside of Tyler Beatty. Uh, 
and it was just i don't know i think there was a i was a little concerned about like is this coach drinkwitz is this Bazelak? we've had that discussion many times but yeah and we've talked about how when the other quarterbacks came in he gave them nothing to do yeah they were handing the ball off and you know it, it, especially uh, the georgia game comes to mind where there's like the most conservative play calling imaginable yeah so that's that was has been a little bit of a worry with the offense under Drinkwitz thus far but you know i think i've been able to mentally just chalk that up to him not having confidence in his quarterback yeah maybe just not having the talent that he wants to have yet um yeah i think that that is going to be better i mean obviously anybody watching that the second half of last year could tell you like we got to be more explosive but i still it was just good to hear him acknowledge publicly like okay yep we had some serious issues with explosiveness we want to be more explosive we want to uh be more risky and i say this all the time i feel like but uh i just want to see the quarterbacks um take chances and let their receivers make a play and i feel like we have the personnel in the wide receiver room to be able to do that yeah if they're yeah it's the best position group on the roster i think and we have to get the ball in their hands, give them the opportunity to make a play. Uh, he mentioned Beatty a little bit. He said nobody expected Beatty to be able to do what he did. i got to push back on that. I expected him to do that. I, I You did, <laughs> and I think Tyler Beatty did. Yeah, actually, I mean, I don't know if I could have predicted the season he had, even uh, what he did was unbelievable. He was so good. I and think if I told you how many carries he was going to get, you would have been like, oh, he's yeah be a monster. we knew he was so efficient like his whole career anytime he touched the ball um whether that was a carry or a pass like his touches were so valuable yeah throughout his whole career he would just like spark these big plays um you know get these huge catches downfield like he was just kind of a swiss army knife his first you know two or three seasons but you know and i can't blame him for giving the ball to larry roundtree five hundred thousand times yeah. when larry's senior year but Man, I just always wanted to see Tyler Beatty get in there more because he was just such a spark. And it all kind of fell into place for Beatty's senior year. There was not much competition for, um, you know, rushing attempts. They yeah. tried to work in a secondary back at the mm-hmm. beginning of the season. Yeah, they gave Michael Cox like a few goal line touches and stuff. But for the most part, it was Tyler Beatty's show. And I guess, I, again, I can't really blame Coach Drinkwitz for n- not turning to anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, and they, I think he structured the offense around the running game totally fine it was just some of the play calling when it came to you know it seemed like the first read on every pass play was like behind the line of scrimmage or only five yards deep most oh yeah of the time. for sure so yeah that's obviously that is like the most obvious change this year is how are we gonna what is life gonna be like without tyler Beatty? because we were leaning on him so hard last year mm-hmm. so um, I obviously expect more of a committee approach this year, more guys getting involved, and uh, not uh, one guy getting 35 touches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, last little thing he said, maybe draw some conclusions here, maybe not. Maybe we're looking uh, looking at it too, too hard. But talking about the quarterback, um, how obviously there's going to be a new starting quarterback this year, Coach Trinkwood says we're going to give him the ingredients but he has to cook the meal. Is that well, a Brady Cook thing? Why would you say that if that <laughs> if it wasn't? I don't know. Was he thinking about it? Like, was 
was that like a calculated little like Easter egg kind of th- like a little hint or I don't know did he just was that just the sentence he happened to say hey. producer Cameron you're you're a little bit a little bit more outside this conversation than we are where it's like we're a little unbiased yeah we have you know a little bit of something wrong in our brains that would cause us to look deep into this comment what do you think I just feel like he likes doing that like I Coach Shrink likes doing that thing. So I, if I had to guess, I'd be like he did it on purpose. If I had to guess, and like that actually means Brady Cook is like the like going to probably start. Um, I don't know. I could, I I could see him just doing it just to cause a ruckus. Oh man, that's like, risky behavior. Well, so is calling out Tennessee five seconds into the interview. That's true. I mean, it doesn't really hurt anything. Yeah. I guess I feel like that kind of thing though um, galvanizes your fan base behind you. I suppose versus an mm-hmm. enemy. Right. Whereas, given some hints about Brady Cook, this the causes. fan favorite quarterback, and then pivoting away from that, yeah, it could cause some inner turmoil. Yeah, yeah, that's that's an interesting comment. I really don't know what to think about it. I genuinely like nor if it was just like a normal person, <laughs> like if it was just like any other interview, I probably would just be like, that's just nothing. That's yeah. a sentence. Yeah. But it's Coach Drink, and I think you're exactly right. He he's got a lot of personality. He mm-hmm. likes to do that stuff. And he's on Twitter. He knows like what the reaction is going to be. He knows people are going to read into it. So I got to say it's probably not nothing. Yeah, I agree with you. And I always find myself in the position of like defending whoever the current coach is against like the more volatile portions of the fan base. And I just am worried like on behalf of coach you can't be saying stuff like this unless you know it just works out unless you're gonna like go along with the sort of fan base's uh idea of what should happen and that's not always the best idea i feel like my normal like hopefully somewhat rational response to something like this would just be like no come on like you're going that's you're reading into it way too much Mm. but for whatever reason for with the situation i'm just like might be onto something here yeah but i don't know we're still i still think we're a month away from knowing who the quarterback's gonna be for sure i mean it's it's gonna be a last minute thing i'm pretty sure but maybe what what did he um putting us both on the spot here a little bit that i can't remember this but there was something about that he said about like cook and macon both like having been a part of the program now that they're kind of show they were both uh, getting first team yeah, reps or sound, something sounds like cook and Macon are getting uh are running with the ones and twos to start off camp yeah so that's i don't know i think that lets me breathe a sigh of relief that like i seriously think that if uh cook or Macon are not the starter game one there's going to be like an uproar in even the if missouri base. even if missouri comfortably wins uh, before the game, okay. there's going to be... If we know beforehand. Yes. Okay. Yes. Like when, if one of those two is not the guy that takes the first snap at quarterback, there's going to, from that moment, there's going to be murmurs and rumblings. Uh, I don't like this. Okay. I'd rather avoid that type of thing. Okay. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. The, I don't know. It's, it's fun for me to just kind of like analyze the psychological part of the fandom especially in july when all people can do is just like stew on what's going to happen the tiniest of details yes exactly and read it read into everything yeah that's all from that interview i think so that's pretty much all the the high points yeah i think he's done a pretty good job this off season of 
uh, you know, he was kind of low key at SEC media days, but maybe he felt something missing. And so doing some media rounds now and stirring up some controversy with Tennessee. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Kyle, I wanted to bring up another topic that was actually discussed on uh, the Discord server today. Shameless plug. You can be on the Discord server uh, with us and the other supporters on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Missouri Sports Pod. We were talking about the M-I-Z-Z-O-U chant phrase saying in uh, Mizzou fandom. Mm -hmm. Obviously, there's what happens at the arena slash stadium, you know? Yes. Get the fans all involved, and that's a good time. Yeah, it's great. There's probably nothing better. Is there anything better in Mizzou fandom than, like, a packed-out Mizzou Arena or Fro Field doing that chant, the entire crowd, no, in a big moment? I mean, I'm, of course, super biased, but I think that's one of the cooler, like, chants in college sports, probably. Like, um, how it's, like the crowd like answers the other side yeah, of the stadium yeah. like that's yeah. it's like chills every time um and uh only thing that's cooler is probably the woo pick suey <laughs> oh my god what you guys disagree <laughs> oh man that's a good one um <laughs> literally the worst thing in all of sports maybe um yeah it's the worst yeah um don't ever talk about it again please okay sorry uh M-I-Z-Z-O-U chant is fantastic. Yes. Now, there's another thing that happens where <laughs> you might see someone out in public, you know, with a Mizzou shirt or hat on, or, you know, they might give a friendly M-I-Z to another Mizzou fan. At the grocery store or at the gym. At the airport, wherever. Mm-hmm. And um, from it's not my, as cool. It's not as cool. And from my experience, it's uh, it's not necessarily something that everybody wants to participate in. And it can be a little awkward. And you got to think fast. Exactly. So, and I have a little bit of a theory that in the just one-on-one social setting, nobody wants to be the Z-O-U. Nobody? In the interaction. Very few people are prepared for that and like... You think it's kind of like a, maybe like a dominance thing? A little bit. Oh, okay. Wow. That's, that's kind of where I'm headed with this. But, okay. Well, what about... Um, okay. We don't know each other. You see me in the grocery store. I'm wearing yeah. a Mizzou shirt, and you're like M I Z, and I'm like Z O U, and I'm like quick on my feet, and you're like, yeah, Heck yeah, man, like okay, that's good, like, that's kind of cool. Yes, I agree. Like, would you feel cool as like the Z O U guy in that in that situation, or is you still just like, it's just not as cool as M I Z? It's not. You're uh, taking initiative as you want to be the person that starts it. I think, okay. and that's why. And maybe I'm just projecting because I feel insecure about this, but. That's why if you're out in public, go easy on a guy if they don't, guy or gal, if they don't respond with a Z-O-U at all, <laughs> let alone right away. Do you recommend using it as like a pickup line maybe to no, I don't. at a party or anything? No. No, okay. I'm going to just shoot that down <laughs> okay, right away. Okay, just don't do that, everybody. <laughs> uh, get, <laughs> I feel like I, this is blasphemous, but uh, say M-I-Z if you want. That's totally fine. Oh, I thought if you were you, like asking me to do it. At no, first. if you get a ZOU in return, cool. That's awesome. Great. If you don't, no big deal. The person on the other end was just feeling a little bit of social pressure there that they weren't ready for, mm-hmm. and they it's can not say a big some deal. dumb stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, one time I was getting on an airplane, and I had a Mizzou shirt on, 
and I'm walking past a guy who's already seated and he says, M-I-Z. And I, uh, I winked and shot him a finger gun. Didn't on say, a plane? Didn't say anything at all, yeah. Just walked on past to my seat. Okay, wow, that's really embarrassing. Did you know, did you like, were like, I could say M-I, I could say Z-O-U here and they just chose not to? Or did you just forget? No, that I, was just your reaction. My reaction was just to be like, yep, like, yeah, I'm a Mizzou fan too, <laughs> and yes, yeah. Okay, well that's ironic because I have a story that I was wearing a Mizzou shirt in Florida on the beach. I was really young. I was probably like middle school or something like that. I, I was an adult in my story just. To be and clear. it's funny <laughs> the freaking Discord guys are like, yeah, we literally heard the story verbatim today. Uh, anyways, I'm walking on the beach and like this older man like walks up to me and he's like, he does the M I Z, and I was just like, yeah. Like I just like did a little like fist like that. Yeah, that's the sentiment that I'm that's giving exactly with what the you did. wink and finger gun. Yeah, and I feel like later on I was like, oh my god, I'm an idiot. Yeah, I was supposed to say Z O U. What yeah. was I doing? I had that thought like one minute later. Yeah, exactly. But I just didn't think quickly, and it's a little embarrassing. But there is a little bit. I think my theory is like there's a little bit of this like, oh. You have to say Z you gotta, O U. You got to perform. Yeah, I'm saying M I Z, and now you are the person that's going to say Z O U. And I just don't think every everybody's just, prepared for that. It's just not fair. Yeah, it isn't. Um, yeah. It's interesting that there are levels to it, though. Like the chant is awesome. Yeah, and and never in a million years would I be like, oh, I don't really like being the Z O U of right. like the whole stadium exactly. chant. Yeah. But in the social setting, you're like, it's like a little awkward. Oh, there's also the the thing that maybe we're being complete snowflakes and like uh, you know having feelings. Yeah, you have a tendency to do that. Well, you know, we are millennials after all, <laughs> so there could be a case of where we're just like you know we're just really overthinking it, overthinking it, and like letting uh, social anxieties uh, influence things too much. It's not unheard of. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think there's something to it, maybe. We need to hear from the listeners and viewers on this one. Is there just is there something like not degrading, but there's just something a little less cool about being a ZOU? Yeah, that's the question. Be honest with us. If you completely disagree, that's totally fine. And and I feel like I want to disagree with myself. I wish I was just like, yeah, ZOU. What's wrong with it? <laughs> Nothing really. <laughs> and that's part of the problem. I'd never thought about it that way until today. But we both had that experience. We did. And I, th- I would like guess little, we're not alone. A little traumatizing. If we're alone, then fine. We'll just bond over that. Yes. It'll be us against the world. And uh, we'll just have to go say M-I-Z to everyone all the time. <laughs> that's like a good... <laughs> yeah, we just, just go test it out. Yeah. See how people react. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's that's a good one. We could do hidden camera style. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> but I feel like if you just do that in the state of Missouri, it's like, you. okay, well, we're like... We're in the state of Missouri. We're Mizzou fans. We're bonding over that. Well, I feel that. like they have to be wearing, yeah, like Mizzou stuff. Yeah. You just, like, but the whole thing people. is like you're somewhere else. You're on the beach in Florida. Right. You're in the airplane in Charlotte, and that's why it's cool. Yes, it's exactly. Like, all this way. Yeah, I you're on a Mizzou cruise fan? ship or somewhere. That's why someone will be prompted. Yes, to, that's I why see, they're I like, see. oh, M I Z. Yeah, and then you just completely let them down, and okay. and then you're kind of turning the tables on them. And if they're like with somebody. And they and they're like, oh, they didn't even give you a ZOU. I'm like, uh, 
so I, mean, I don't know. What about like? Uh, yeah, then it makes them feel like, oh man, like they didn't even give me like a good yeah. response. What about like on a tweet? A tweet? Yeah, like sometimes I feel like some people oh, tweeted yeah. at me like M I Z and I'll like respond with Z. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's I would fine. Think twice about that. That's perfectly fine. Yeah. Yep. Although it is interesting that you did you pointed out we have uh, custom emojis in the discord server <laughs> yeah. we literally made one that says m-i-z and didn't make one that says z-o-u just like didn't we didn't like have a conversation about it it was just like oh yeah we got to make it M-I-Z. was automatically neglected we should make an m-i-z mm-hmm. one and nobody was like oh and don't forget about z-o-u <laughs> <laughs> that's subconscious guess, guess we got to make one now yeah we need to i think we need to turn the tide we need to represent z-o-u consciously Oh, now you want to represent it? Yeah, I think okay. it, we should take it as a challenge okay. to ourselves to like, overcome this. Just be like so ready to say it if somebody yeah. says M-I-Z. Yeah. So if, if we're going to be there game one of the season. Yeah. If you see us. Give us an M-I-Z. We will be so ready to Z-O-U-U. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll make my day. Yeah. Honestly. Well, let us know in the comments. We need to know if we're crazy or not. It's it's July. It's hot out. I think maybe our brains are melting a little bit. You know, a little stir crazy. We're very ready for football to be here. So these are the things that are occupying our our minds right now. Yeah. So help us out. Set us straight. Drop an M I Z in the comments. <laughs> Just have like five hundred M I Zs. We in need the comment. It. You know those comments. They help the algorithm. Well, let's get the comments going. And we need to overcome this yes. inability to say Z O U. Well, that was a nice little topic. That was a nice little chat. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we, we worked through some things. Yeah. At least I did. Yeah, I think so. I think we have a better understanding and got our theory out there a little bit. Yeah. I want to see what people think. Um, short episode this week. Yeah, it's just a, qu- a quick one. Not a lot of news. Um, football's right around the corner. We're ready for it. Let me get those supporter names up here. You ready for that? I'm ready. Anything else, Producer Cameron? Thank you to, a special thank you to our Patreon supporters at the $10 level and above. Britt Treese, Brian Smith, Ryan Demore, Tristan, Ben Smith, Parker, Daddy JD, Louis Hernandez, Tim Keens, Tyler Harsell, Brandon Groflo, and Brandon Hanks. Thank you. Thank you very much, gentlemen. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You can find us on Twitter at Mizzou Sports Pod, and you can email us at MissouriSportsPod at gmail.com. You can find our t-shirts and stickers on our online shop, MissouriSportsPod.BigCartel.com. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you next week.